How's it going, my brothers and sisters? This is Steve Kitts. Thank you for joining us on During Bible Study Podcast. We'll open up in a prayer. Lord, Heavenly Father, we thank and praise you, Lord, for your wonderful grace and love. We thank you, Lord, that you're with us and that these words, Lord, that you give us is something we can put in our hearts and use for your glory. Lift you up and give you the honor. In your blessed name we beg. Amen. More than enough. True God made us, and Jesus had to die to cover our sins. And we read in the Bible that God did all this, and Jesus did all that. And we believe that the Bible is true from the front to the back. And we know that God is so great and a loving God. And some people get angry at God and at Jesus if they don't get what they want. But I'm here to tell you, and I want to show them this message, that God doesn't owe us anything. In fact, we owe Him everything. Now, God is all-knowing and all-perfect and all-powerful. He can heal, He can restore and bless, and all that. We can. He will still let us go through th- some things, and then, you know, at times He will call people home, back to Him. We don't understand things at times, But we have to trust that God has a plan. We believe that all things work for the good of the Lord. We are thankful for the time and the breath that He gives us each and every day. Now, a fellow pastor said this the other day, We've been preaching and teaching wrongly. We paint a pretty picture of getting saved, and everything is great until we die peacefully and awake in the arms of Jesus in heaven. That is true to a point, but our Christian walk is going to be filled with struggles and hard times. As we stand for God and tell others about Jesus, the enemy will attack and disrupt and distract us. I'm going to explain to you that Jesus' sacrifice was everything that we'll ever need to make it to heaven. We're not promised the next breath, or the next hour. So take this time and think about how the enemy never had bothered you or attacked you before you accepted Jesus as your Savior. Sure, Jesus is receiving our prayers and talking to the Father in heaven about our needs. Your name is being mentioned in heaven by Jesus to God. Then God is telling Jesus how He's going to work in each and every life. It will be on earth as it is in heaven. If God wants to give us a new car, then it will happen. If He wants us to drive that clunker that we have, then that should happen too. The idea that we have a smooth and easy road before us, that once we get saved, is a lie. We know and have seen God bless beyond measure. We will not be painting a dark and horrible life as a Christian. It's full of joys and happiness. Because we have a seat at the wedding supper. And the enemy does not. And that's why he wants to take as many people down as possible with him. You see, we have the third part of the Godhead inside of us. The Holy Spirit or Holy Ghost. They're the one and the same. That spirit inside of us helps us when we're on our journey down here. 
Jesus came and suffered for us, and now we have an eternal home in heaven because of his sacrifice. Some will have an eternal home in hell for not accepting Jesus. That sin of unbelief is the only thing that will take them to hell. Now let's look closer at why God doesn't know us, but we owe him everything. Now Paul was a great writer in, in the New Testament. Let's look at some of the things that he said. He said two different things, like in Romans 11, 34 through 36, he said, Who has known the mind of the Lord, or who has been his consoler, or who has given the gift to him that he might be repaid? For from him and through him and to all things, to him be the glory forever. Amen. So in other words, none of us could ever give counsel to God since he knows everything. He don't need us. And all our knowledge is dependent on Him. So we can never put Him in our debt by offering Him any counsel or anything from us that He doesn't already know. In fact, Paul says that we have never given anything to God that would put Him in our debt as one should pay back, He should pay us back because everything is His already. The statement from verse 36 for from him and through him and to him all are things to be him glory forever amen in other words since all things come from God and are sustained through God they exist call attention to his glory and not ours that's the root of issue of the proud people they don't like anything that exists for God's glory. They want some ground to be boasting for themselves. So the second way that Paul explains it is in Romans 9, 20 and 21. And he says that God is like a potter and we're like the pots. He says, Who are you, O man, to answer back to God? Will what is molded Say to the molder, that's pot to the potter, Why have you made this? Has the potter no right over the clay? Right there is the key issue. Has the potter no right over the clay to make out some lumps of one vessel into an honorable person and then another to a dishonorable person? In other words, creation has no right to tell the Creator how He should do His work or how His work should be conducted. When telling others about God, we should make this a point and let it stand for it. If people reverse it and say that the creation has natural rights to dictate to the Creator, that's a mistake that's going to be exposed later and they'll have to pay for that. Well, here's the last thing, the third thing that we think see. I think this might open windows and doors to the people that you're reaching or talking to daily. Jesus told about a parable in Matthew chapter 18, verses 21 through 35. And it's about a servant who owed the king a million dollars, quite a bit of money, millions and millions of money. 
it goes way off the charts. It just couldn't be calculated. It was so much. But the king canceled the debt of the servant. And then that servant went out and he showed his mindset that he had, that he wasn't humble to the point where he believed that he was a debtor to mercy, that he was relieved from his debt by mercy. Instead, he acted like he deserved to be forgiven. So he choked his fellow servant who owed him a small amount, like $10, and tried to make him pay. And we read that the king found out about what the servant did to his fellow servant, and he required the full debt that day. I think that this parable is very relevant to what we see things today. It doesn't teach that when we have that mindset that thinks that God owes us uh, forgiveness. It doesn't, that mindset that you owe me naturally lead to arrogance and, and abuse of other people. Not just God, but to other people too. And that might cause others to sit up and take notes. The mindset of being owed, like you owe me, God, is essential of pride that leads to the destruction of others. You can see it through history, but the mindset of owing God everything, being the debtor to mercy, expecting nothing but of our mercy merits of mercy and deserving nothing from God at all if you if you serve God knowing he doesn't owe you then it would lead to a life of humility and service and joy and peace and all that Paul put it this way and he said in Ephesians 4:32 be kind to one another tender-hearted forgiving to one another as God in Christ forgave you if you treat better than you deserve, then you will have the mindset to treat others better than they deserve. So maybe that might give you a breakthrough of your, with your friends and help them see that it is good and beautiful thing to humble themselves as a debtor to mercy rather than demand that of others, including God, that they are owed. God doesn't owe us anything. In fact, we owe him everything. We are God's little sheep, his vessels created for his purposes. Did you catch that? We're created for his purpose, not for our own. But God loves me, and God loves to bless us. And he really does. But he doesn't owe us anything. For that, we have trusted God. We trust God that he will bring in the harvest of the seeds that we've sown because I know his character and he is good. And anyways, it's a lie from the pits of hell that we don't, won't be fruitful. God puts each of us on earth for his explicit purpose of touching lives, telling others about the love of Jesus. But even if he doesn't bring fruit, then it doesn't matter because it's still me that chose to, to sow that seed and it's for him to har- you know to to water that seed and to bring in the harvest 
my job is to put the information out. Very rarely will I reap the harvest, but I'm there as workers in the field, so whatever is needed of me, that's what I'll do. I still choose to be obedient. When God tells me to go and do, then I will go and do. We have so many examples of people in the Bible who were told to go and do, and they did when they were even unsure of it. Even if they didn't believe in themselves, they trusted God. Like when Moses tried to get out of going and doing, he used excuse after excuse, but God said that he would be with him. We even see that Jesus didn't want to go and do. And I'm talking about dying on the cross. Jesus went and prayed in the garden three different times. He said at the end, Not my will, but your will be done. So today, if you're asking yourself what to do, when you're asked by God to go and do, then just go and do it. God will be with you. And even though he doesn't have to, He will bless you and others for your obedience. Thank you and God bless. We'll close in a prayer. Lord, Heavenly Father, we thank and praise you, Lord, for your word. And we thank you, Lord, that you give us the the power to go in your name, Lord. It's not our name and you don't owe us a thing, but you still, out of your love, you give to us, Lord. And we thank you and we praise you, Lord. We lift you up and we give you all the honor and we praise you forever. In your blessed name, amen. I want to take a minute to talk to you about Buzzsprout. Today is a great day to start your own podcast. Whether you're looking for a new market or a channel, may I suggest that you share your thoughts and your ideas with the world. And it's just so fun to have a talk show. Podcasting is very easy, inexpensive, and a fun way to expand your reach online. Buzzsprout is hands down the easiest and best way to launch, promote, and track your podcast. Your show can be online and listed in major podcast directories like Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Google Podcasts, iHeartRadio, and many more. Within minutes of finishing each recording, Podcasting isn't hard when you have the right partners. And a team that they have at Buzzsprout is passionate in helping you succeed. They want you to succeed. Join with over 100,000 podcasters already using Buzzsprout to get their message out to the world. Let's go ahead and create something together. God bless you. Let me tell you about a new product that you probably need to go check out. It's called Talking Jesus Doll at JesusDoll.com. If you use my promo code STEVEKITS at checkout, they'll give you an extra 10% off. With all the woke culture going out affecting kids with cartoons and toys, they're trying to separate your kids and your grandkids from the family and from God. I recommend that you introduce Jesus to your kids as early as possible. That's why we're partnering with the Talking Jesus Doll. It's a plush doll that talks. When you squeeze the hand, it speaks ten phrases that Jesus said in the Bible. From the Lord's Prayer to John 3.16 and everything in between. With everything that's going on, it's important to introduce our children to the love and the lessons that Jesus had for many years. I love this product and so does everyone else. The reviews are amazing and kids are learning the Bible verses and using the doll to minister to others. If you have kids, grandkids, nieces, and nephews, this is a perfect gift for them. It could be for Easter, birthdays, and even Christmas. Teach your kids about the Lord. Go to JesusDoll.com and use the promo code STEVEKIDS for 10% off and God bless you.